Welcome to the Able Chat Podcast. It's great to have you. My name's Sandy B, and it's always great to have you here at Able Chat. Able Chat, well, each and every week we talk to beautiful people from right around the country that help us find services and understand services about disability in the NDIS. So, why don't you sit back and enjoy our frank conversation that's recorded live each and every week on a Monday night. Thanks for listening. This is Able Chat. Where we discuss news, topics and services in your local community regarding disabilities and the NDIS. Able Chat is about disability. Able Chat is about health. Able Chat is about your community. about um, disability and GLBTIQ. Uh, We were going to talk about that and mental health. Now, I think a whole thing that where the line gets blurred is NDIS doesn't actually cover mental health. Mental health is covered by New South Wales Mental Health Unit or Queensland Mental Health, Tasmania Mental Health, uh, Queensland Health. So they've all got their own genre where NDIS is federal. Uh, This is uh, a mental health estate. And the crossover quite often being is that I know for myself, I talk to families with mental health uh, or someone in their family with mental health and um, and I'll get to a question in a minute but I just thought I'd go just to make it clear so people understood is that when it comes to mental health related things NDIS do not cover the mental health so they will offer you help with a psychologist you can get a psychologist you can get therapists but they don't actually cover mental health. So a psychiatrist is covered under the mental health. So your doctor, if you um, are unsure um, about uh, your, if your child, you think they may have voices or schizophrenia or depression, it actually falls quite clearly under the the uh, the, the doctor. You go to your doctor and that's where they start getting you on a mental health plan. Well, they give you 10, 10 visits under Medicare. Yeah, 10 visits. And then that can be extended right so once you've got a mental health plan it can actually be extended for a long mm. period it goes on and on and on but yeah your first initial is your 10 until till you subscribe i suppose into um the service uh but we were talking about depression tonight we wanted to have a chat about depression and depression is can is slightly mental health it is mental health it's a liberating i mean you're, you're, you're mm. locked out you're 
basically is. It's, it's a disability. It is a disability. Yeah, that's right. And, well, it leads to more disabilities, I think, is the problem. Because, you know, when you are depressed, um, it's really hard to engage. Mm. You know, it's really hard to get out there to push yourself, to, to open the blinds, to open the door. It's hard to have a conversation with your next door neighbour. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, depression really does have such a huge effect on your life. NDIS can step in at that moment because they can then, we can get a support worker to tap on the door and we can get them to say, all right, you know, come on, let's get you in the shower. Let's prompt them, you know, prompt them, get you in the shower. Uh, let's go for a coffee down the road and have a conversation. But you need money to do that mm. too. You know, you need NDIS money to do that. It's not, if you don't have NDIS money, we can't pay the people to tap on the door. Mm. Mm. So what was your thoughts on the, on the whole, you know, uh, depression side i mean we were having a conversation before i've rambled a bit i know i'm sorry but come uh, on well at the end of the day it, the government you're right it's two different sections like disability is federal mental health is more the state issue of it you can go to your doctor and you've got to go somewhere your doctor is always the first port of call go to your doctor say i've got something's wrong i don't feel right I'm hearing voices i've i don't know what i'm doing i don't i'm just having a hell of a time mm. I need help. The doctor can can sort of prescribe medication, but not fully. He's not one hundred percent on that stuff. So he would refer you then to a mental health professional. Yeah, being a counsellor or, or, or a psychologist or psychiatrist. Yeah, they that's covered under Medicare, and I think it's I'm pretty sure it's ten ten visits. Then after that, you've got to pay. But there are other support services after that that have yeah. trained counsellors. You can get for a lot cheaper. So if it's if it's long term, I know if it's uh, mild depression tablets, your doctor can uh, definitely subscribe that. But the problem with that is the side effects to it. That's why a lot of people mm. don't do it. I know some people mm. with this situation who have gone to the doctor, been given some medication. It's backfired because of the side effects of it. Mm. It was causing other problems. Yeah, and it does. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, it, it, especially to you getting used to these medications. And we're not doctors, so no. just full inclusive. <laughs> We're having a conversation about, you know, our experiences in this field, but um, also that we, we are not qualified uh, professional doctors, so you need to still see a doctor. Yes, no at all times. But I do know that some medications, you know, their first experience with them, uh, and this has been with friends that have taken mm. antidepressants, is, is cloudiness, yeah, and lack of energy. Um, lack of sleep. A lack of sleep, you know, like it can actually, what you think you're trying to cure can actually feel quite worse mm. but then once your uh, system starts taking these drugs in that changes quite well it does take a little while because sometimes it's got to be adjusted because mm, so right. be they can't tell your actual metabolism no matter what checkup no. they do so they're just going to keep playing with this this medication until they get the actual adjustment right mm. but then something else can trigger it to go wrong again it could be alcohol it could be cigarettes it could be another form yeah. of depression yeah that's right you miss the exact dosage at the exact time it, it, mm. it's all sorts of factors so they've got to go to a doctor but if you don't want to go to a doctor a lot of people are scared mm. they just don't want to go to someone they don't know and say what's wrong yeah. I don't know what to do. They're scared to do it. So my suggestion, Sandy's right, we are not medical professionals no, by any means. But no, I no, would no. suggest, mm. first, if you're too scared to go to a doctor, talk to a friend. 
Yeah. Find a friend you can trust. Yeah. And say, look, I've got a problem. I need to talk to you. What do you think? That's right. Because trust me, you might find they've been through this all before themselves. That's right. I mean, you know, like some people turn to booze, mm. some people turn to multiple cigarettes, some yep. of them, you know, there's always coping mechanisms. Mm. Uh, and unfortunately, all those alternatives are usually short-lived and not healthy no, in any no. way. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like we all sometimes just go, I need a stiff drink. Yeah. Uh, except for those dear people that are listening that have already been down that path and have decided to change their life and their path to get off it but of course um you know the the we we all like a bit of a stiff drink just to to keep either the courage or make the the day go away we define it relaxing yeah that's which is right sometimes with depression that's the wrong thing you'll need mm. because that's the wrong form of relaxation for, yeah. to fight depression absolutely you need to find something else to do take a walk go for yeah. a ferry ride yeah. yeah, depression quite often makes you a reclusive. Hmm. So it, it literally does put you in your own world, in your own comfort zone and not let anyone in. But then what that then starts to feel like is the normal. So you forget what's actually like life was like before you felt like that and everything around you seems that way. So it's really interesting to know that if you think, if you're looking at yourself listening to this right now and perhaps you're sitting watching your, your standard TV show or you're, uh, well, hopefully not while you're listening to the radio at the same time, <laughs> but um, you may be driving in the car listening to a playback of the show at the moment and you may be going yeah look i am one of those people that i have basically chased my tail and i'm just not happy where i am everyone knows what it, it what happy feels like so depression is so many forms of it it's mm. i don't think they even know themselves the no. professionals but it's it needs a trigger in some mm. cases and what you've got to figure out is what your trigger is mm. and you it could be it could be very minor yeah, that's but right. any form of mental illness, minor or major, is still a problem, mm. and that needs to be talked about, looked at, or supported. Yeah. So if you you don't even need to have it yourself, everybody's got mental health health issues. I'm sure of it. Yes. Yeah. They show it a different way, but what you need, you might not think you've got it yourself, but just remember, there might be someone sitting right next to you or right next door right now that has it. Yeah. So, so you need to look and say, "Are you all right? Is there anything I can do?" Go next door, old Doris next door, go and make her a cup of tea. Anything, keep, well, keep people happy. Yeah, that's right. You know, old people get very lonely mm. very quick. Um, and, you know, why they may pop down to the shops and say hello to a few people, they don't necessarily have a lot of people in their life. Uh, and that's not every old person, no. but there are the you yeah. know there there is a, a large percentage there that are discontinued because their family is all too busy and grown up, and they've got their own lives. Mm. And you know that's something I suppose as you get old and you're a, a, a you know a, a family, you you're just part of the deal, isn't it? You know you're either all together or you're quite often. I you mean, know, I, I had this lovely old lady on the bus. This is a true mm. story. I had this mm. lovely old lady on a bus one day. It was pretty busy. And it was a very long bus ride, an hour and a half or something. Mm. I got on, I w walked past her, I was being polite. I just looked down and said, how are you today? And she started telling me all about her medical ailments in detail. Oh, that's beautiful. For half an hour. How nice to share. Yes, and then the bus driver on the way out said, that was very nice of you, and I thought, oh, my, <laughs> I didn't need to know after that. No, But no, I thought about it, I thought, she had someone to talk to for half an hour, poor thing. You know, well, that's a conversation, you're right. Mm. You know, like, uh, 
especially at the moment where I know a lot of people are detaining from going to the doctor because it's expensive, they've got to pay for it, they can't necessarily afford to go to the doctor. There's not as many free doctors uh, that are bulk billing anymore, so that mm. makes a lot of difference. So, you know, where they would probably would have gone to the doctor once a week, mm. no, she's just going to give you the whole spill instead. Which, yeah. is not, which is not. I mean, I, I felt a bit weird afterwards, but yeah. I wasn't sort of trained to listen to that. But at the same time, someone was made happy. No, well, you don't need training. You just need a good ear. Yeah. But that's yeah. what everyone has to have. Yeah, that's right. And that's, right. that's where the problem lies. People sit at home with this sort of problem and they just don't talk to anyone. They don't, I don't know why. No. Maybe they're embarrassed. Maybe they're ashamed. Maybe they don't understand. But just got to get rid of that stigma and, and say, I need to talk. Yeah, and it doesn't have right. to be anyone professional. But if you've got any heavier thoughts, suicidal violence or whatever tendencies in your head, it doesn't mean necessarily mean you're going to act on them, but you're thinking about them. Go and talk to a police officer. Yeah, just go down to the desk sergeant your local station. Try not to get arrested and while you're there. I'm pretty sure you, they won't. I think mm. they'll get a cup of tea and a chat. Yeah, but you might find that they can point you in the right direction yeah. too, because the last thing they want. You just have to go out to that job. If you're having a conversation with someone and you don't know them or you feel that they need a conversation, you can always go to areyouokay.org.au. Yep. Yep. And there's a whole lot of resources there at Are You Okay of how to spike up a conversation uh, and also who to refer them to if you needed to. Uh, plus, the, you can also be an ambassador for your local community um, and they can give you all the tools and tricks through Are You Okay as well. Uh, for mental health, of course, if you're young, we suggest you definitely reach out to Headspace. Mm -hmm. Headspace are great for use. Uh, and headspace.org.au will give you the option of whether you are a young person that needs the help or whether you're someone that's supporting a young person and you want and you've had that conversation um, and also how to um, talk to a clinician and get advice of how to talk to your doctor what what to mention to them how to mention them and how you can do that as a mentor to that person um, because quite often you know it's not your appointment it's their appointment the doctor doesn't have to talk to you mental health services are also available across the country uh, beyond blue can also help you as well Go to playonblue.org.au. We're going to go to a song and then we're going to come back and have another little chat. place for people with disabilities if they have access and a lot of our new theatres across the country do have access for them they're a beautiful safe warm space to be entertained and feel wonderful and that's no exception to the rule with a brand new production and we're so lucky we are so lucky tonight to have well let me say uh one of the actors the lead role uh from uh well, I don't want to give it too much away because it'll make it boring if I do. Um, and we, we've got, well, we've basically got Ben Goss online, who's from the production, Christine Dunstan's production of Tim. And have we got you there tonight, Ben? 
Yes, hello. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm so glad it's all working. That's even better. It, Great. It's, look, I'm a little bit excited about this because I read the general profile of it. I was doing some research for out at the Penrith Theatre, but I know that you're doing a whole lot of theatres across the country. And, uh, and I love this story. I can't wait to you open i'm i'm super excited i'm even more excited that i get to tell, talk to someone that's in the production now i don't want to i haven't given anything away at all so do you want to give us a bit of a rundown of what the storyline is absolutely so in short it's a it's a love story um there's an unlikely friendship that develops between this character named tim um, he's a 26-year-old labourer and he has a mild intellectual disability. And um, he meets an older woman, a woman um, named Mary, and they, well, they're drawn to each other and they connect with each other through music and through nature and this beautiful relationship blossoms and that sets off a whole cascade of repercussions that gets very dramatic, which is wonderful as an actor to play with. So yeah. that's a quick little summary of what we're up to. Now, I can imagine that because especially, I mean, so your character has a mild intellectual disability in the in the storyline. Yes. So correct. how do you research that as an actor yourself? How do you, as you say, especially when it becomes, you know, a, you know, a huge drama and, and it's so exciting to be in that person, but how do you put yourself in that role? Yeah, it's just been a case of um, doing quite a bit of research, trying to figure out um, our playwright, um, Tim McGarry, is a carer in the NDIS. So I've been chatting with him about his experiences. I've been doing a lot of my own research. YouTube is such a great re like research tool. Oh, it absolutely um, is. Yes. It's fantastic. So just like looking at lots of different sources to try to very respectfully get this character sitting in the right place now in me. Have you ever watched the TV program Love on the Spectrum? Was that part of your uh, little bit of uh, research? Have you heard of that program, Love on the Spectrum? I have heard of it. I've seen clips of it, but I don't think I've watched it properly. Right, so yeah. It looks beautiful. And the idea is Love on the Spectrum is all about couples with disabilities trying to meet each other. It's a bit like a, a dating show, but it's their journey of how they go about, you know, meeting someone um, out there in the in the big universe. And so they pair them up um, with, you know, someone and they try and, you know, find their interests and how they go. And it's an amazing dynamic when you look at um, disabilities against disabilities, two people with disabilities and how... Um, because their world is so different, they sort of have a lot of similarities, but disability doesn't necessarily become one of them. And so I'd imagine this program, or this, this story, the, the, this play that you're doing, is a little bit sort of like that, only you've got one person with a mild intellectual disability and one without, but it's about finding that joint between the two. Is that it, How do you portray that in, in sort of the way you act? Yeah, um... I think it's just about bringing it to a kind of very human level to two people 
one person with a disability, one person without. But there's just this immediate spark. And I guess we've all felt it if we've had a crush on someone or just a kind of interest or curiosity or fascination. So it all starts with that kind of initial interest that Tim has in Mary. Mm. And then it develops into this massive, poetic, grand kind of love. Mm. They just need to be together. And it's a really lovely look at the power of love overcoming all, really. Um, I hope I answered your question somewhere in there. Well, I, yeah. look, I am. I, I Look, I just love the way that even just talking to you is... You know, you're you. I mean, it's it's part of a job, I suppose, being an actor. You know, um, but it's also about being good at what you do. And um, you know, I know that when you put yourself in this role, you have to basically live it. You know, night after night that you're performing. So you sort of become this particular person. Um, and it's so it, it's interesting to know how that play on you know life works. I mean, I, I I consider everyone in this world. Now, this is my own little thing, right? I think everyone in this world has a disability. I've had this argument so many times. I say, but we all have a disability. It's just whether ours is more prevalent. You know, it's either you're a little bit OCD or you're a bit of ADD or you're just a little bit crazy like me. And so, you know, I think we all have it. If you was to say, if I was to say to you, what would be your disability? What would, you know, disability not in a bad sense, in a wonderful, warm, happy sense, what would be the one thing that you do as a person that you would think, oh, yeah, that could be my disability? Well, I'm a card-carrying member of the disabled community. I have um, cerebral palsy. So oh. I'd say that would be my answer to that question. Yeah, but, okay. Um, I get what you're saying, and I think that's partly that partly exists in the relationship between um, Tim and Mary. Tim has a quite fairly explicit uh, disability that's affected his life but mary um herself is kind of a character that's a bit uh, has had great success in business but socially is quite kind of sharp blossomed in that sphere and tim helps her do that so i think i agree that everyone everyone has their stuff that they carry with them mm, yeah and i love the storyline here filled with notions of love loss and acceptance and it's set in the modern day this seminal australian story has been sensitively adapted so where where is this this is originally from a book this play is is that right yes that's correct it right. was written by um, colleen mccullough right wow yes how interesting and then it's just seemed to lie across now of course you're in a lot of theaters as well you've got a bit of traveling to do by the looks of it Absolutely. I'm so excited to get to see some parts of New South Wales that I haven't seen yet. Yeah. A lot of places. And I know there's listeners all across the country that listen to this program, believe it or not. Yes, we are. We are number one uh, listen to uh, program across the Community Network Australia. So it's very exciting. Uh, now, you're, <clears throat> you start this weekend, is that right? 
Um, <coughs> we're actually, our opening night, I believe, is this Thursday. Right. I'm going into technical rehearsal tomorrow, and we open officially on Thursday night with oh, a preview on Wednesday. How exciting. So it's all gearing up. It's very exciting. Now, yeah, I can't wait to get into the theatre. You're starting at Glen Street Theatre in Bell Rose. Is yes. that right? So if people want to look out, if you're around that area, the Belrose area, then head to Glen Street Theatre in Belrose. Um, now, the tickets they can get online. I'm just trying to have a look for the link because I'm not that organised. Either way, we'll, I'll give, I'll uh, post the link out through the week. But uh, we've got Glen Street Theatre. Then you're off to Wyong, the Art House in Wyong, mm -hmm. uh, from August the second. Uh, then you're in Newcastle on Friday the fourth at the Civic Theatre, Newcastle. Shoalhaven Entertainment Centre in Nowra. Well, it's the opposite direction. On Wednesday the 9th, we've got a couple of shows there. And then you're out to Joan Sutherland um, on the 11th at uh, in Penrith, uh, which I know is part of their new um, season that they have out there at the moment. Look, it's something... You know, I can't wait. I'm gonna I'm gonna head out uh, then next week to uh, to see the show. Um, I'm so excited for you. I think it's a wonderful uh, topic, and I know you will do it nothing but uh, but glory in in everything you do. Is there one thing that you're worried about going on before before it starts? What's your one thing? Gosh, what am I worried about? Um, I guess. Um, I'm actually not worried, to be honest. I think we have a very talented group of people, a wonderful director, an incredible cast, a beautiful story. And I'm hopeful that if I, we get through the technical rehearsals, we're going to have a beautiful show for people to watch. So, uh, yeah, I'm feeling pretty relaxed. When you're an old show girl like me, all you need to worry about is light and sound. Everything else will work its way out. That's about it. It's true. I do thank you so much for joining me. I'm looking forward to it. Once again, you can check out all the details. Uh, the, the way that I I've, I like is I like to go to the limelightmagazine.com.au and they have pretty much a whole lot of stuff. But check out Christine Dunstan's productions of Tim or if you're at the Penrith Way or uh, in Belrose, check out your local theatre. I do thank you once again for joining me, Ben. It's wonderful having you and best of luck and I look forward to seeing the show. It'll be wonderful. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Oh, how exciting. Uh, you know, theatre and disability, two in one. What a bonus, hey? Even if it is just the theme. We're going to go to a song. I'm a bit croaky now. I don't know. Ben's brought it out of me. I'm going to do a little tribute to the one and only this week. Yep. Heartbroken by her. Go to the website www.ablechat.com.au. Send me an email at infoablechat.com.au. We've always got our lines open for new providers, people with new ideas to help disabilities, or wherever you are across the country, reach out. You can also go to our Facebook, just go to Facebook forward slash Ablechat.
We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Show is sponsored by Creating Links Disability Services. Call 1-300-257-657 to find out how they can help you and your NDIS plan or go to www.creatinglinks.org.